The opening line in the Bible says this, in the beginning, God created. It is the first sentence of scripture. I think it's interesting of all the things that we know about God, that God chose to reveal to us, not only is the, he, the creator, but he is creative. He's creative in who he is and what he does. All you've gotta do is look around. The beauty of the mountains, <clears throat> the pounding of the surf, the, the crying the, or the laughter of an infant, the wedding of two people in love, the colors of the fall in East Tennessee. I mean, all around you, you see the beauty and the grandeur of God. That's why I live God awed because of who God is and what God does. <clears throat> as we read his word and as we watch God interact with humanity in so many creative ways, <clears throat> How he communicates with us is just as creative. So in the second chapter of this series that we've entitled Choose Your Adventure, we're looking at one of the most awe-inspiring, dramatic messages of the Bible. Not only does Moses lay out a sermon that will be preached after he is gone, but he lays out this drama that an entire, the entire nation of Israel gets to participate in. I would love to have a video of Deuteronomy chapter 27 and Deuteronomy chapter 28. Two mountains that we began talking about last week. Two mountains that are in the promised land. On one side is Mount Ebal, the barren place. On the other side is Mount Gerizim, the place of the cutting off. It is clear this is a modern day picture. It is clear with what is going on. There are two mountains and there is a valley. And as we read Deuteronomy 27 and 28, in the middle of the valley on one side, 1.2 million Jews, six tribes. On the other side, 1.2 million Jews, Jews and the other six tribes. And they are there to make a choice. The same choice that we have to make every day. Now, God is crystal clear about the two choices. But let me tell you what God is even more clear about, and that is the consequence or the consequences of the choices that will be made in this valley of decision. We have the same ability today. We get to make choices now, oftentimes we want to make the choice, but we don't want to reap the consequences. Are you with me? And so one of the decisions that you need to make, and by the way, to not make the decision is to make the decision. So one of the decisions you have to make is which mountain will you climb? A barren life without God or a life with God and his blessings and yet a place where stuff will be cut off, because that's what Gerizim means, the cutting off. Father God, as we look at these two mountains and this incredible, this incredible choice you've given us and this incredible opportunity that we have, God, we can look at this as a history lesson or we can see us in every page of the scripture. I pray for revelation. I pray that even though the devil is a liar and the world has muddied up the past, that you would bring extreme clarification today on our choices and our consequences. 
because most of us really do want a life blessed by you, Father. So God, would you open our hearts and minds and speak to us very clearly that we might respond in Jesus' name and all God's people said, welcome Faith Promise. Who's fired up to be in the house of God this weekend? Great to see you, great to be with you, whether you're live, one of our campuses, God Behind Bars, we love you guys and love you gals so much. We're thrilled that you're with us. Hey, we care so much about y'all. Online, now there's a couple thousand of y'all at the beach or somewhere because it's spring break this week and, uh, and you're right there in front of your computer, your television, you're right there with us and we love you, miss you, pray you have an incredible uh, vacation time off. I know my son, Pastor Zach and Rachel are at the beach and, uh, and I'm here working and so I hope they get sand fleas. But besides that, the rest of y'all, no, no, he is, is so deserving. He works so, so hard, both of them do. Now, we want to at Faith Promise, we wanna walk beside you as those of you that are parents. We wanna help you disciple your kids so that they can win their world. We're out of an event in two weeks, you've heard, tricks or treats. We're handing out door knockers and there are door knockers at all the doors at all of our campuses that, that you can help your kids invite their friends because we want to invite people at the youngest age possible to climb Mount Gerizim because how many of us, if we would have realized, wouldn't have swam so many laps in the stupid pool and have all these memories? Are y'all with me? So we want you to disciple, equip your kids and then help them bring others so that they can come to Christ. And this month, what we hope to expose you to is a life of favor, a life of blessing, and the, the choices that are required to bring about said blessings that God promises. So one of our choices, so, so our choices we believe can actually, do, can actually lead to a life a blessing. Come on, if you're ready, Sam, ready. The question is, which mountain are you gonna climb? Are you gonna climb Ebal? And basically, the bulk of humanity has chosen Ebal. Even the Israelites in this valley with all that God has said chose Ebal. Or the, the, and let me tell you, I don't care what idols or the world promises it cannot deliver, you will end up with a barren life without God. The other side is Gerizim, which means the place of cutting off. We're gonna talk about both of those in just a minute. I wanna bring two spiritual truths out of these two chapters. I know they are thousands of years old, but they are as prevalent and relevant today as they were then, back then in that day. Two questions, are you ready? Yep. Number one, will you make wise choices? Number two, will you walk in obedience? to the choices that you made. And so we've said all year, the hand that holds you. And so the, the deal is if you want mega transformation, mega favor, then what you have to do is you have to get into the hand of God, begin to climb Gerizim. But as you begin to climb Gerizim, you have to, instead of fighting the hand in the heart of God, you have to surrender, are you with me, to the hand and the heart of God. You've got to, you get in that hand, don't fight it. Are you with me? See, the problem is we want the blessings of Gerizim, but we want our way of evil. The thing song of evil, <clears throat> are you with me? 
I did it my way. Now, if you're under 30 and never heard that, it was big back in the day. But that's the theme song of Ebel. The theme song of Gerizim is I did it God's way. I did it God's way. So Pastor Zach out of Deuteronomy chapter 27 last weekend painted the picture. On top of both of these mountains or, or is an altar on each one, coat of the lime, and the words of the law are written up there. The words of the blessing and the words of the cursing, the words of favor at Gerizim and the words of failure at Ebal. And so let me pull some stuff out of Deuteronomy chapter 28 because God is so clear. So chapter 28, verse one, now what shall be that if, now hang on a second, if is the biggest word in the Bible. If you will, then God said, I will. See, the problem is we want God to without us doing. You didn't like that part, did you? That's okay. Now, it shall be that if you diligently obey, the obedience is better than sacrifice. The Lord your God, being careful to do all his commands, which I command you today, the Lord your God will set you on high above all the nations of the earth. Wow. All these blessings will come upon you and will overtake you. In, in, uh, in three weeks, that's gonna be what we're gonna talk about, how blessings chase us down. If you obey the Lord your God, he just keeps saying it. Blessed shall be in the city, in the country. Blessed will be the offspring, the produce of the ground, the offspring of your beasts, increase of your herds, your flocks, and your stocks. I added that part. Blessed shall be your basket, your kneading bowl. Blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before you. They will come against you one way and will flee seven ways. The Lord will command the blessing. I love that. I want, anybody want God's blessings? Then I want all I get, come on. Will command the blessings upon your barns and all that you, and in all that you put your hand to, he'll bless you in the land which the Lord your God gives you. The Lord will establish you as a holy people to himself as he swore to you, if you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways, there's obedience, all the peoples of the earth will see that you are called by the name of the Lord and they'll be afraid of you and the Lord will make you abound in prosperity. And he just goes on, just blessing after blessing. And then, but we also see curse after curse. Now these two chapters are a promise to the nation of Israel, but they are a principle for people of today. So they're a promise to Israel, but it's a principle for all of us who wanna climb Gerizim. Gerizim is still there, still called Gerizim. And it is a place where there is a cutting off. Now, if you read that, you say, but that's Old Testament. Well, the New Testament says the Old Testament, it is types and shadows of things to come. It is given so that we won't swim as many laps in the stupid sin pool. It is given so that we won't make the same mistakes as those that walk before us. Are you with me? That's what God is trying to help us. So in Deuteronomy 28, again, two things I want you to get. Number one, make wise decisions. Are you with me? See, walking, the, the, the sign of Ebal right here, Ebal, that way, that is not wise. It's not wise. 
It's the barren place. The sign of Gerizim is the wise place. Now, Jesus warns us about this path. He didn't call it Ebal and Gerizim, but he goes on and he says that, that narrow, that narrow is the, enter through the narrow gate, for the gate is wide, the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who enter through it evil. For the gate is small, and the way is narrow that leads to life, and there are few who find it. See, here's the deal. Come on, if you're listening, say am. Ebal, Ebal looks easy. Nice, gentle slope, downward, easy walk, no rocks, no bumps. The problem is it leads to a barren life because there is no true life, John 10, 10, without God. Evil is wide, but it leads to a wasteland. To choose evil is to choose bareness. Not to choose, by the way, we're all born climbing evil. Are you with me? Oh no, you don't know my little precious. You are blind, you're probably a mother that said that. Dads don't say that, dads wanna kill them and mothers try to protect them, but we're all born on evil, are you with me? All of sin and comes short of the glory of God. Now, Jesus also in Mark's gospel said, listen, what does it profit a man if he gains all of evil, but he loses his or her own soul? See, Israelites have just recently, before this Deuteronomy 27 and 28, had just recently been delivered. They were slaves for four centuries, for 100 years. Their life was barren. God moves in, sends a deliverer, Moses, and through Moses and God, they, they cut the chains off the Israelites and they leave Egypt and now they have found themselves in the promised land. In Egypt, they didn't get to make decisions at the promised land right here at Gerizim and Ebal. Now they get to make a decision. But the decision is, who are you going to follow? Who are you going to serve? Are you going to choose to follow the Redeemer who delivered you, the Deliverer, this awesome and terrifying God that parted the Red Sea and brought the plagues on the, on the Egyptians so they released you? See, the Israelites were glad to have their chains cut off. But most of what they wanted was unable. See, because what they wanted is the same thing you and I want. I want to do it my own way. Are you really? I mean, are you with me? We think we know better than God. Come on. If we didn't think we knew better, we'd pray more about before we make decisions. See, we think we know better. See, the bottom line is this. Your way or Yahweh? Your way or Yahweh? You got to make it. See, because what we do is we want the blessings of Gerizim, but we prostitute ourselves to the idols of evil. Oh no, pastor, I don't, I don't have any idols. What about your money? What about your 401k? What about your children? What about your yard? What about your success? What about the big orange God that meets downtown? Love to watch football, enjoy watching the game. But there are so many of us that go to church in Knoxville that know more about the stats and the players and who's gonna be, 
who might be, who's coming through the portal, who's leaving through the portal, what are our records, what's the spread, what, 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 what. We don't know the word of God, but we know the word of the big orange God that meets at Neyland Sanctuary, I mean stadium. Are you with me? C- come on. We prostitute ourselves to an idol. We sell out instead of surrendering to the hands that hold us. And we give in instead of giving ourselves over to the God of Gerizim because Gerizim means cutting off. And one of my friends, Mike Simpson, we were talking about this message the other night. He said, hey, when you say cutting off, that sounds negative to me. And frankly, that's the way most of us take that. Are you right? Hey, you gotta, you gotta get rid of stuff. You gotta cut stuff off. There's, there's the, it's the place of the cutting. But here's the deal. Nobody climbs Gerizim by accident. You're born going to Ebal. You have to make a choice. You gotta choose this course because there's some things you're gonna be cut off. And in truth, the terrain is tougher on Gerizim than it is on Ebal. Following Jesus is not for wimps. I'm telling you, in 40 years of ministry, I've seen tens of thousands of people bow their knee, walk an aisle, get baptized, follow him. I've seen so many people make promises. I'm gonna live on Gerizim and three months, six months, a year later, boom, shakalaki, you can't even find them. FBI can't find them, they're gone. Why? Because evil is easier. Why is evil easier? Because Gerizim, you have to walk in obedience. Our second deal, you gotta walk in obedience, which means there is a continual cutting things out of my life. Folks, you got to give up to go up. You can't hold on where you are and go where God wants you to be at the same time. There's gotta be a letting go, a cutting off. Does this make sense? You got to just, you gotta let some stuff go. What about anger? What about bitterness? What about resentment? What about jealousy? What about sin? What about strongholds? What about sexual immorality? There are just so many things that are holding us back like weights that God said, I want to cut those off. Listen, and every time I cut something off you, I give you something better. Something better. See, if we're gonna, if we're gonna climb the mountain, we gotta, we gotta pack. We gotta make some decisions like, 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 Am I gonna follow Jesus? Salvation. Am I gonna, am I gonna, am I gonna follow him? Or, or who am I belayed to? Bad company corrupts good morals. You wanna climb Mount Gerizim, you don't climb alone. You're part of a group of people, a small group that love you, that pray for you, that are holding on. And let me tell you, if you fall, you want a belay rope because it is gonna keep you from dying. And everybody is gonna dig in and boom, when you come to the end, they're gonna hold on. They're gonna help pull you back up. Are you with me? Who you belayed to? It matters. It matters. Are you keeping a, are you keeping a grip on, on truth, on the word of God? What about a spiritual Sherpa, the Holy Spirit? Are you full of the Spirit of God? What about? the things that God wants to cut off, the sins, the strongholds that so easily beset us. Joshua, who is here for this event, at the end of his leadership, said, hey, choose you're gonna follow. Remember Ebal and Gerizim? 
Are you gonna choose the gods your forefathers served in Egypt, the gods of the Amorites in whom you now live? But as for me and my house, as for me and my house, do whatever you wanna do. But as for me and my house, we climb in Gerizim. We want the favor of God. We want the blessings of God, the presence of God, the fullness of God. It's, it's just, now let me, let me tell you something that I see in this passage that, that, that comes to me all the time. And that is this, you only make a few major decisions in your life. I know you think all of them are major, but frankly, I would challenge you to find me six. I'm gonna say three to five major decisions in your life. The rest of all your decisions are daily smaller decisions that will either support your big decisions or sabotage your big decisions. Does this make sense? And so, am I gonna follow Jesus or not? Am I gonna get married or not? What am I gonna spend my life doing? Do you know the bulk of Americans hate their job? Stuff that they're gonna do 40 or 50 hours a week, they hate it? That's a bad choice. It's a bad choice. And I know nobody's gonna pay you for watching video games, but surely there's something else you like to do. Are you with me? And so, but here's what we do. We make even some good decisions. We make some good decisions, but, but the problem is that our daily decisions sabotage our big decisions. So we make a decision, I won't follow Jesus, but man, I need some of the world. And I wanna, I wanna get married, but I'm not gonna treat my spouse like God would have me treat them. I'm gonna sabotage that relationship. I wanna be healthy, but oh my goodness, fatty food tastes so good. And I love me a bowl of haagen at the end of the day. Are you with me? I mean, I wanna be healthy, but go to the gym. Who wants to go to the gym? Most people sweat, they stink. I don't wanna go there. Are you with me? See, we make all these daily choices. And then, my friends, we have to live with the consequences. And we wonder why life is so difficult, why I'm carrying all this weight. You're carrying the weight because of bad decisions or a lack of obedience. That's why, we, that's why we do them. It's not what somebody else did to you. Daily decisions can continue to load you down. Daily decisions that just keep you. It changes your walk, it changes, it makes evil look so good. So now I'm weary, I'm worn out, I'm worried. Where's the blessed life, pastor? Where's all that favor coming in and going out? Where's all that? It's in walking obedience. Not the American dream. Not a Mercedes in a mansion. Something, listen to me, so much more. I know there's so many people listening this weekend that you think that if you just had more money, you'd be happy. I'd take you a bunch of rich people. Life sucks. They drive beautiful, expensive cars and live in mansions and somebody cleans them. And their life is terrible because the blessed life can't be bought. You can't buy joy. You can buy an adrenaline rush. You can buy an adrenaline rush. You can go get in a NASCAR, drive 150 miles around the, park, around, around the track. You can pay money. I can't, I'm gonna do it one day. She can't buy joy. You can't buy peace. 
You can't buy peace. You can't buy purpose. You can't buy fulfillment. You can't buy family. You wanna find out how to be a part of this spiritual family? I wanna challenge you. Man, be at Next Steps this weekend. Find out how to be connected to this family. What about hope? Only heaven offers hope. This world doesn't have any hope. All I've heard this week, every time I'm changing the channels and hitting news, nuclear Armageddon. Man, our hope is not in Washington. Our hope is not with Putin. Our hope is with the God of the universe. And his throne is on top of Gerizim. <clears throat> you can't buy love. You can buy sex. But you can't buy love. You can't buy relationships of people that lay down their life for you. You can't buy a deep, fulfilling walk filled with the Holy Ghost. So you, when you spend your life climbing evil, none of these things are on evil or on the path. Evil is idols and empty promises and idols can't deliver. Everybody was stoked this weekend when we beat LSU. It was so wonderful for about five minutes, wasn't it? And then life came rushing back in. Jesus never told his disciples that this adventure would be easy. He didn't, that's why he said, in this world you're gonna have tribulations. In this world you're gonna face issues. But fear not for I have overcome the world and I am with you. Come unto me all you that are labored and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Folks, see Gerizim is choosing to follow Jesus, choosing to deny yourself, which is obedience, taking up your cross and following him. I love you so much. And I prayed as we've worked on the Seuss for months that God would open your eyes to Ebal and Gerizim and that the choice would be so clear.